Welcome to the Babes Talking Business Podcast. If you are here, you are listening to a very special episode. This is one of four episodes from our four-part series called Your Metamorphosis Manifesto, Unleashing Your Magnetism in 2024. So welcome. We are so excited to welcome you into this beautiful four-part series as we leap into a new year. And just a little side note, if you're catching up on this past the new year, please stick with us. It doesn't matter whether it's the end of a year, the beginning of a year, the beginning of a new chapter in life, in business. What we are covering in this four-part series is so relevant to any type of metamorphosis that you may be wanting to go through or are ready for or are currently going through. So just to introduce the four-part series, episode one goes into the topic of mastering your energy. It is something that we think is so important when you are opening a new page, a new chapter, especially, you know, with the goals and the dreams that you've got down, written down, whether it's on a vision board or in your journal or in your mind, part of this process is so around energy and what vibration you are at. What frequency do you show up in? So we really dive deep into this topic for episode one as we kick the series off. Episode two is all about intentional proximity, one of my favorite, favorite topics. The goals that we achieve and what we create in our life, our mindset, what we manifest and cultivate has everything to do with your proximity. And so we want to talk about being really intentional with this. Who is in your circle of influence? Who are you allowing into your orb and whose orb are you entering? We think this is such a key topic when we talk about being magnetic and unleashing what it is that you're ready to dive into. Proximity is key. After all, we are the average of the top five people we hang around with most. So we go deeper into this conversation and really give you some tools and resources to utilize to make sure you're entering this new chapter with intention. Episode three of the four part series is all about unshakable self-worth and confidence. And you know what? We know what it's like. We've set goals before where we have had the intention and we have the desire and we have the vision of what it is that we want to create. And then there's just those little glass ceilings, the speed bumps, the self-limiting beliefs that get in the way that elongate the journey there. So this episode is all about removing anything that's getting in your way, in particular, your own self, and really stepping into the energy and the power of unshakable self-worth and having confidence to step forward, not only towards the goals that you've set, but also having confidence in yourself that you're worthy of that. Last but not least, episode four of the four part series, we talk about magnetizing your best year yet. We talk a little bit on goal setting, some of the strategies that we use at this time of year, and we share that with you. We've got some beautiful free templates for you to use and download, but most of all, and most importantly of all, I should say, magnetizing your best year yet really does come down to clarity. So we help you get really clear on what it is that you even want. And we talk about the 10 areas of life 
that you can start to set some goals in and set some intentions for as we enter this new chapter. So I just want to welcome you to this four part series. We're so excited for you to binge listen to all of this goodness. Make sure you start from the beginning and enjoy. We can't wait to hear what it is that you take away from this series. Hey, welcome to the Babes Talking Business Podcast. We are your hosts. I'm Lauren. I'm a mama, wife, author, and a network marketing professional. I'm really passionate about empowering women to step into their power and becoming self-led, self-ignited, and excited when it comes to their finances, businesses, relationships, and life. So I love we have created this space where women can come together to rise together to have real and raw conversations and be reminded of their power, their worth, and their vision when they forget. Because when one woman wins, we all win. And sometimes we just need someone to go first to show us what's possible. And I'm Shani. I'm a multi-passionate entrepreneur who loves to diversify the way I create wealth. And I love empowering and teaching you about it too. I'm an international speaker, a course creator, a professional network marketer, But my favorite job of all is being a mama. It's really important for me to fulfill my life's purpose with the impact and the work that I do. But my highest value is family. And so navigating the balance between being a kick-ass woman in business and a conscious mother is where I'm at and excited to share that with you too. Hang around me long enough and I'll show you how to step into your full potential and have you cultivating health, wealth and fortune in a soulful and joyful way that feels good. Welcome back everybody to our four-part series. I am so excited for today's topic. It is all around your self-worth, which I feel is such an important topic to cover on in this four-part series because how worthy you are of what you believe you can access and what is available to you, the more opportunities show up for you. So we're going to dive deeper into this topic today. But before we get started, I want to make sure that you have checked out the first two episodes from this four-part series because episode one and two really do lead beautifully into today and it'll all make sense so much more when you've you've devoured all of the info from the first two so make sure if you haven't you can just press pause on this episode listen to them and then come back and make sure you come to our last episode next week because we have something really exciting to share with you but we're just gonna leave it at that for now and maybe let's just get cracking onto this topic, Lizzie. I love that this was your idea to bring this topic up. Um, let's talk a little bit about why you think it's such an important topic. Yeah, because I know when we're talking about obviously this four-part series was your metamorphosis manifesto. So how you unleash your magnetism in 2024. And I've already spoken the first couple of episodes we spoke about were how to master your energy and clearing up your energetics in your space because we're getting ready to like really step into taking inspired action for the year and I feel like when we are obviously we help we mentor women in the business space and I feel like the one thing that stops women from then taking action is this piece around self-belief self-confidence not feeling like they're worthy of the things that they say that they want so even though they have this hunger And they have this excitement and they do at some level, maybe they don't have clarity around exactly what it is they want in the new year, but they know there's these things that they want to work towards. 
sometimes they take themselves out of the game before they even start because of this self-worth piece. And I know this is something that it's, it's your zone of genius. I remember we've been having this conversation over the weekend, like a big part of this business. And I think a big part of our success really early on was how much both of us threw ourselves into PD. Like we weren't afraid to sit in the fire and look at the ugly parts of ourselves, And we went and, we went and pursued that growth. Like we went and put ourselves in those rooms, listened to those books, asked for the uncomfortable, constructive criticism, but we were really excited to grow. And I know a big piece of the PD that both you and I did was this piece around self-worth really early on. And I saw you really take this with both hands and I saw that expedite your your growth and the confidence in your posture. But I also see that that is a big piece a lot of the women that we work with are missing. So I was like, let's, I think this is a big piece before women can start taking that inspired action. They need to feel worthy of it before they self-sabotage it. So I was like, let's, let's talk about it. I'd love to hear the journey that we both went on, but the tools that you used to increase your self-worth, because out of everyone I know, I think you have got the most, the highest self-worth. And it's not like a cocky, like I'm amazing. It's like, I don't need external validation. Like I know who I am. I know what I bring to the table. And I, I honestly believe it's that posture and that energy that underlies the work that you do that makes you magnetic and makes work and the results you get just seem to just flow. So what's been your experience with that? Has has self-worth always been something you've been great at or I'd love to you to speak into that? No, it definitely, I was not born with high self-worth at all. In fact, I think a really big part of the situation that I was in with my finances Um, like 10 plus years ago, which you guys would have heard in episode 92, if you've listened to that, it really did that, that situation was because I had no self-worth. I didn't think I was worthy of true abundance and that I could have endless opportunities. I found myself in toxic relationships with men all the time because that's what I tolerated, right? You get what you tolerate. So absolutely not it was definitely part of this business that helped me start to realize my worth and my value and what I brought to the table and my gifts and my strengths and that definitely took time but it's not hard to do it's definitely it's perturbating and it's you'll find resistance in the work I believe but the more you do it the easier it gets and I think for me, it started with all the PD, like the personal development, the the books and the mentors and the trainings and the podcasts and just really like marinating in all of that. But I, the first thing I noticed about myself that I, everything I did in life, it was because I was seeking external validation. It was because I wanted to be recognized. I wanted to be seen. I wanted to be heard. I wanted to be, you know, I wanted to get the accolades because I wanted to be celebrated by others. And what I quickly realized was that that external validation didn't actually bring true happiness when I really got down to it, when I really thought about it. Yes, it gives you that temporary high and you're like, oh my gosh, everybody's looking at me and blah, blah, blah. But when you get to the core of where that comes from, you seek external validation because you don't have self-worth because you don't have self-validation. And so I was really confronted with that philosophy because like, I was like, holy shit, 
uh, all I want is recognition from others. All I want is to succeed, to show others. And then when I changed that story and that narrative to become self-validated in the sense that I don't need now, I don't need anyone to tell me anything, whether it's good or bad, it doesn't move my center. I'm self-validated because I know my strengths. I know how valuable I am. I know the gifts that I bring and deliver. I know how I can help people and I know how I can show up in this world and create impact. But that's come from really working out what those strengths are. So I, I believe that this whole topic really stems from strengths-led living. Like what are your strengths? And some people initially when they hear that, they're like, I don't know, I don't have any strengths, but where I started and which is why I'm so passionate about astrology, this is where I started, my natal chart was the first place I started because I honestly, I was one of those women that was like, I don't have any strengths. I don't know what that is. I don't know what I delivered to the table. I don't have the gifts that you're talking about. Like I found it really hard, but um something I'd love to encourage listeners to do if they're open to astrology is go and get your natal chart read. And sometimes you'll hear things from that and you're like, mm, I don't really agree with that. Just like leave what you leave what you don't love, take what you do. But for me, starting there, I started to realize like, oh, actually my Mercury is placed beautifully in my natal chart, which makes me an amazing communicator. That is a strength of mine is why I love having a podcast. It's why I love speaking on stage, but that didn't come straight away. That was from me going, oh, cool. Okay. My Mercury, my communicating planet. Yes. That's placed beautifully. I, yes, I'm ticking that one. Um, same with like my, uh, my Sagittarius is placed beautifully in my natal chart, which makes me a visionary. I love vision casting and dreaming and goals and like there is no limit but the only reason that I even came up with believing that strength in me is because yeah I had a natal chart read to me and I was like oh cool okay my Sagittarius rising is my superpower I, I'm, a, I'm an expander for people so whether that resonates or not with people that's just like one place I started and that really helped me yeah so powerful and when you I guess I know you said how you knew you had low self-worth at the start was because you realized a lot of the things you were doing was for external validation. Is there any other telltale signs that women need to work on their self-worth? Do you feel like, do you, how do you notice what shows up for women when they have a low self-worth? Okay. I can relate to this because there's actually something that happened, which I'm sure I've spoken about in one of our previous episodes, but this actually showed proof to me about how the old me would have totally crumbled in this situation. But this version of me just totally didn't get rocked by this situation that happened. So just to give a quick rundown of the story, I had someone very, very close to my circle reach out to me and say that they felt I was uninterested, boring, I didn't care about them, that I am self-absorbed. There were a couple of things thrown my way and I think I shared this with you, Lozzie, privately, but I was like, holy crap, like <laughs> I've just had a, a spanner thrown into the mix in this relationship that I have because this person has come to me and said that they feel I am all these things and I really sat in that because I always, whenever I have 
shade thrown at me, I'm like, okay, what's the truth in this? So I really sat with that. And rather than having that move my center and getting all like upset about what others thought of me and how people judged me and the criticism I was receiving, I was like, you know what? I'm actually owning part of this. Like there is truth to some of this. Yes, sometimes I may I may seem uninterested when I'm in a group setting, but because I know myself and I know all the parts of myself, I know my strengths and I also know my weaknesses in that moment, I was like, I'm an introvert. I'm not someone who sits there and is like actively trying to like be the loudest person in the room. I'm the one who will sit towards the back of the room and and pay attention. I absorb and I listen. And when it got back to having this conversation with this person, it wasn't me trying to justify my actions or my behavior. My response to them was, you know what? I own all parts of myself, good and bad. And yes, I agree. I actually agree with you. Sometimes I may seem uninterested, but it's not because I'm uninterested. That's actually my character and how I I show up in the world. I'm paying attention and I'm absorbing the information that's happening and sometimes I don't have anything to say back to that. And sometimes I am quite monotone. Like I own that part of me and my voice. Like, you know, I, I'm not someone who feels like I have to be over extroverted to get my point across. Like sometimes I'm someone who responds with a one word or a one simple sentence and I own that part of me. So what I see in women who don't feel as confident is when someone criticizes them or throws shade their way or whatever it might be that moves their center so much it's all they can think about it consumes them it gives them anxiety and all of a sudden like they're shaky in their belief of who they are because of what someone else said to them Hmm. but when we start to see the truth in what others are saying first of all and be deciding to agree or disagree and just knowing what your strengths are and what parts of yourself you own and what parts you're just going to disregard because it's just BS, whatever, whatever someone else is saying. I think that's the true beginning journey in this whole journey of self-worth. It's like own yourself, girl. You know who you are. You know your strengths. You know your weaknesses and be okay with that. We're not all perfect. So powerful. I remember when I came across this I guess part of the PD journey for me personally, the way I kind of understood it was the whole thing, like your character is who you are behind closed doors. Like if you, how do you act when no one's watching? How do you act when no one's clapping? And if you act the same in public as you do in private, that's that's you in your integrity. Like you said, that's you owning all of you. But if you change who you are in public because you feel like you've got to get some self-validation, then that's not your true character. And so when you I guess identify this in yourself Shannon and anyone anyone who's listening if you see that yourself doing acting differently for external validation or when people say things about you you're finding yourself really triggered I think that like Shannon said they're kind of the telltale signs that maybe we need to do a bit of work on your self-worth if this was to be I know it's not going to be a, just a one episode it's all fixed but if this was going to be a one-stop shop Shen, when we can maybe provide some resources or recommendations what were some of the first tools that you delved into that was like the starting point to really build your build your self-worth up? One of my mentors gave me this really simple activity once and it's a game changer. I still do it today. I still give it to team. I know, Lozzie, you've done this activity, but the essence of the activity is behind the concept that when you see gifts in others, 
the only reason you can recognize them is because you've actually seen them in yourself first. So you can't recognize a characteristic, a trait in someone else unless you have portrayed that characteristic and trait. So what this means is that you are those things already. So a perfect example, if I was to ask you, Loz, like someone who you love and admire and just think the world of them. It might be a celebrity. It might be an artist. It might be, I don't know, someone in your circle. Like you think of that person, my person's Beyonce. I love her to bits. If I had an alter ego, it would be Beyonce. So this is actually the person I chose the first time I did this activity. And my mentor at the time said to me, okay, what do you love about her? And I said, I love that she's beautiful. I love that she's creative. I love that she's creating a movement in the world for what she stands up for. Um, I love how humble she is. Like those were just some of the characteristics and traits I loved about Beyonce or still do. (laughs) Um, And then, so he made me write 10 things about her that I love. Then what he said was just keep a journal by my bedside. And my role, my job was to have each of those characteristics and traits at the top of one page of my journal. So you've got 10 pages, 10 characteristics slash traits. And then every night before I went to sleep, I had to fill up one of my pages of my journal with that one characteristic and trait and think of a specific time, location, place, moment where I I have shown that trait. So let's just say, for example, the first one was humble. So humble's at the top of my page. I've got about 25 lines on my page. And he's like, I don't just want you to be like, yeah, I was humble that one time when someone gave me a compliment and I was like, oh no, like whatever. No, he's like, I want you to name the date if you can. Where were you? What location were you in? Who was involved? Who was the person who gave you that compliment? How did you react? What did you say back? And like being really specific, taking yourself back to that location, place, time, space, and like really sitting in the memory of when you were humble. And so then filling up an entire page with all of these things every night before bed, I started to realize, holy shit, I'm Beyonce. (laughs) I'm just like her. She is me and I am her. And oh my God, like all of a sudden you have the self-worth and the confidence and the same strengths as Beyonce. And you're like, I can see, I can see here how we are all equal. We all have the same opportunity. We all have the same access to abundance. We all have the ability to create whatever it is that we have out there. Not You're not less than just because of whatever reason we are equal. So then you start to really understand the concept that, yeah, I, I have so many strengths, traits, quali- qualities, characteristics, gifts that are so important for this world. So powerful. I'm going to let that sink in for you guys who are just listening because that's a lot to take in and I think if you've never been in PD before and you haven't delved into this work it it might even feel a little bit triggering you're like actually I am like I I I am Beyonce I could be Beyonce like what I see in her is in me and I think like you said when you can start not just thinking it like I think when you're taking the time to do the PD you're, you're writing those things down you can actually start to consolidate and 
I know the word I'm trying to talk about, but you embody it. You feel it. It's not just a thing that you're trying to convince yourself. You really start to feel it. And then when you're taking the inspired action, it's because you know you're worthy of it. And we're having this conversation over the weekend as well, Shen, like sometimes when women are saying that, what was the one line I was saying? It's an excuse that they say, like, I don't, well, I don't feel worthy, but it's also like, I don't, maybe it is I don't feel worthy. It was, it was when someone like feels like, they have imposter syndrome around something, a, a goal or a space that they're hanging out in, or they think, you know, I'm not worthy of the business that I desire, the income that I want, or the dream house or the the relationship or whatever it might be when it was about that, right? When women Yeah, and we're saying, like, yeah, there's the imposter syndrome thing because we're talking about like sometimes, so for an example, women are like, I want to do all these things, but the action that it requires, like I can't do that because I am not a leader or I can't show up in that way or I can't lead that training or I can't do this because I'm not A, B and C. And we're talking about um, when you do the work, you feel worthy of those things. And when you aren't doing the work, the reason that you don't – the it's not so much the worthiness because you know if you're playing full out and you're taking the inspired action, you know that you're worthy of the results that are coming. But if you feel mm. like, and that's a, a story that you're telling yourself, I'm not worthy of that or I can't do that because a question to ask yourself is what work are you avoiding? Because it's usually the work that you're avoiding the magic is sitting in. Yeah. Yeah. I think as well, like when you feel unworthy of something it's actually a, it's just a deep innate knowing at a subconscious level that you could be doing better and that you could be showing up to a little bit more of your full potential because you, you haven't been showing up that way. And so when you're not showing up in that space to your full potential, you're like, yeah, I, I know I'm not worthy of that because, but it's usually a subconscious thing. Like it's not you thinking, oh, I don't deserve it because I suck. It's, it's your mind, body, spirit saying, no, like you have more in you here. You, you have so much potential. You have so many gifts. You have so much ability, but you're just not playing full out. You're not throwing everything you've got at it and going all in with what you can in, in this lifetime on this earth plane. And I think that's when we get to choose like a new empowering belief around that, that we get to choose how we show up. Then all of a sudden we start feeling worthy of it because like Loz, you for example you're someone who shows up like a unicorn the, the way that you show up in everything your integrity when you say something that you're going to do you do it when you show up at a hundred percent you definitely feel like you're worthy of that thing right yeah and you know what? I didn't become aware of this until I don't know it was, I don't even know you I don't even think you'll remember this conversation it was probably like two or three years ago and we were like if our businesses started making us a million dollars a month, we would both feel worthy of that because I think you and I both know we have taken inspired action the whole time. We have thrown ourselves at it. But someone who hasn't taken the action, if that was to come, they'd probably feel this sense of unworthiness. So it's not even so much about how hard you work. It is about like, like you said, is there work that you're avoiding? Is there work that you know you've got, a, you've got more in you? Because that, that piece of whatever abundance comes your way, you're going to feel worthy of it because you know that you've taken the action. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think unworthiness or the feeling of that is just there to compel you to move forward, to help you, you know, because we get to switch up perspective here. Like 
our beliefs can either be empowering or they can be limiting. And when you're feeling unworthy, whether that's, you know, is, is that pulling you away or pulling you forward into possibility, you get to change that and you get to be in charge of what that is for you. So, yeah, I think this is a really like potent conversation for women to even bring up in their own circles, like with their friends, with their business besties, with their mums, with their sisters. Like, I think it's such a, such a potent conversation that we shouldn't just be having here on podcasts, but in, in person with others to see like what comes up for them too. For sure. And so obviously the intention for this four part series was to unlock your magnetism for 2024. So in the lead up or to the new year coming, I really encourage you to not call yourself out. This isn't about calling yourself out. It's about calling yourself forward. Like call yourself Mm. forward. Do you know you have more to give? Do you know there's more potential in you? Are you not feeling worthy because you know that there's work that you're avoiding? Because if you want this, whatever it is that you're going to call into in the new year, first and foremost, you need to feel worthy of it. You need to feel worthy of it. So use this episode as a great place to kind of do some self-reflection and and think about are you seeking, does your behavior change? What is your character? Like are you, do you stand in your integrity? And like we said, do you do the things that you do for external validation or is it because it's who you are and what you're in your, in your core? Are you living life in, in alignment with your values and what you think is important in your vision and what you want from life? And do you own all parts of you? When people are saying things, does it trigger you or do you own your truth? Um, and like Shen said, if this is something that you realize you need to work on, like start the work now, do that beautiful activity that she mentioned and really think about who, who do you aspire? Who do you want to aspire to be? Or who do you want to emulate in the new year and really start to magnetize those beautiful gifts within you now? Um, would there be any other activities, Shen, that you think would be a great resource for these women to tap into for this series? I think there's so many, but I think I want to end today's episode with one activity, which is something you can journal on. And it is to ask yourself the question, am I the the one woman in this entire planet that was born unworthy? Literally just ask yourself that question. Are you that important that you are the one woman here in this lifetime on this earth plane that you're just like this special human that got born into this existence that was born unworthy and not able to have access to opportunities and serendipitous events, abundance in love, joy, relationships, money, career, success, all of those things. Are you that, are you that woman? And of course you're not. (laughs) But I really want you to journal on flipping that script and really diving deep into if you at, a, at your core believe that for some reason you are unworthy of all the things that you want to achieve in life and when you see other women creating things in their life that you're like why not me I want you to journal on what how that is actually a calling to you how how is that the universe trying to show you like what's possible when I see women succeed and and create magic in their space, I don't compare. I'm just like, wow, thank you for showing me what is available, what is what is available to me, what opportunities I have access to. It inspires me. 
I love being surrounded by women who create epic shit. And rather than comparing, I'm like, oh my God, that is possible for me too. If she can do it, I can do it too. Because I am not some weird human that was born in this existence on this lifetime that's unworthy. That's just ridiculous. And it's such a limiting belief. So my, I suppose my last little, my last little activity is to journal on that concept and just let the pen flow and call yourself out, (laughs) actually call yourself forward and just really work on that belief because your beliefs can either be limiting or empowering and you have the opportunity to make them empowering in this space and in this topic. So juicy. Enjoy journaling on that, guys. We are so excited to join you in our last part of our four-part series on your 2024 Unleashing Your Magnetism. And we have something really special to announce in the next episode. Are we going to give them any hints, Shan? Nope. (laughs) You'll learn all about it in the next episode. It is something that Loz and I have been working on behind the scenes that we're so excited to gift. Um, So, yeah, maybe let's wrap this episode up. We'll see you guys next week. Next week is going to be all about vision and we can't wait to hang out with you then.